Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You are listening to the Load Management Podcast. Why, I don't know. What up, everybody? Brand new episode, Complex Sports Podcast, the Load Management Podcast. Your man, Chops, with my guys, Zion, Adam Caparel. Uh, what's going on, fellas? Our traditional Thursday episode with a little bit of a twist this week. Yes, we have mm-hmm. some, some some greatness on. Yes. Ooh, some, cha- some championship flavor. Well, yeah, he has a title now. I mean, <laughs> Dudley Dudley is great when it comes to the sound bites and telling it like it is. So, yeah, we uh, we connected with him, I guess, either before or after he connected on some other places. But uh, props to Jared Dudley for coming through. A lot of fun. And um, I'm sure he will enlighten you on some of the shenanigans that went down. Brooklyn Nets legend. Brooklyn Nets legend. Jerry Wait, Dudley Dill- was there for what, one year? Yes, but he's a legend. All right, so let's, let's slow the roll on Brooklyn. He's a legend, bro. He made a lot of waves in that one year. That playoffs, that Ben Simmons thing. He's an, NBA, ask about. He's an NBA media legend. Oh, true. I got to give him credit for that. The Ben Simmons ship was legendary. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we have a uh, Jared, Jared Dudley interview, NBA champion. Uh, let's get to that right now. And then after that, we have our weekly NFL picks. Huge NFL week upon us. Week six NFL picks. But before that, our Jared Dudley interview. Let's get to it. We're calling this our championship edition because, Jared, you are a champion. Congratulations. Man, I appreciate it. Year 13, finally getting it. As a kid, you think about this day. You, 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 you're in the backyard, 3-2-1, in the game-winning shot. And just to be so surreal to be in that moment and to do it with the Laker franchise, the, the best franchise in history, to do it with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, man. It's just, I'll, I'll be able to use this experience for me later on when I'm done playing as a coach or a general manager. Think back, man, I'm just, I'm just glad to be a champion, to be honest with you. For transparency's sake, we were taping this a couple days after you guys actually won the championship. Um, but the question I have for you is how hungover are you? I'm going to be honest with you, I was hung over. I, in the locker room drinking, when I hit that van, I was the most drunk on the team. So, <laughs> I was the most that's, drunk. that's hard to believe because we saw some of the video that came out of the locker room. I, I agree. And listen, I, I, I'm with you. You know, They might have been talking a little more reckless than me, but I was more. I was definitely <laughs> the most drunk. And then I got in the van, was getting ready to throw up, went back to my <laughs> hotel room, took a cold shower, and I didn't even feel the water. I couldn't even feel it was freezing. Laid down, took a cup of bottled water, went to the after party, was drinking water for the first hour, hit my second win, back on the Hennessy, back on some champagne. And then, you know, I, and then when we on the plane, LeBron brought the rosé bottle, we're drinking rosé on the way back, and, and now the tour begins. Come on. Uh, how, do you guys, how do you guys leave Quinn Cook uh, back at the stadium, though? I mean, I, I was the first one. I, mean, I told you I took the van. They took a bus. So, you know, a lot of these guys, LeBron, AD, they got media. And no one wants to party the end, but my family was already at the Bridges, the restaurant okay. inside this. So I kind of, once it was done, I take the photo, photos with the trophy. They did their interviews. I, I left to get back to, you know, shower up and go over there. So Quinn Cook, man, you know, Quinn Cook always likes to wait for everybody. Well, he waited a little too long this time. Hey. <laughs> How happy are you to be outside of the bubble? 
man, it's static. I, I won't even lie. Like, if you see that picture, you see the picture with Kuzma with his hands in the air and you mm-hmm. see LeBron, yeah. and we're outside, and, like, the air felt different. Maybe California to Orlando, just to be able to see other people, you know, some wearing masks, some not wearing masks, just to be able to have that. I'm like, wow, man, like, I can I, I, lie. I've never been to jail. But you know that you, you see the videos of the Shawshank Redemption, and they get out in the sunlight, and it hits your eyes. I felt like a whole new <laughs> man getting out, man, it, for real. When you, when you, when the actual buzzer went off, yes, because uh, we saw AD's reaction, we saw LeBron's reaction. I'm trying to think of, I, I can't quite think of what your reaction was, but you know, some guys say it hits him when it goes to the buzzer. Maybe it hits him later on. But when the actual, you guys actually secured the championship, doubles, triple zeros on the uh, clock. What were the feelings coursing through you? Just describe the kind of emotions, everything that. Came floating through your system. Yeah, first thing was just Markeith, you know, us locking eyes, like in the sense of like I've been on three teams with him in over nine, ten years, Suns, Wizards, and now Lakers. We've been through it all, seeing us having kids and just be on that moment. We 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 could feel it in the fourth quarter. Us like we're almost there. We're pushing, and I was one of the reasons why he came to the Lakers. He was a huge part for us to win. For me, it was just like man, my son, who's eight years old, been in the bubble the whole time, the luckiest eight year old in the world, and I. I keep looking at him. That's what I want to do in a championship. So I'm looking in his eyes like, man, so you get teary-eyed, you get the hugging, but it doesn't hit you until the next morning. And then we're packing up, and I'm looking at him. I'm seeing LeBron with his MVP. I'm knocking on his door. He got the MVP trophy holding on. like, man, <laughs> 95 days, 100 bottles of wine, of everything we went through to win this, man. Are you kidding me, man? Just you, you tear up, man, just because it's once in a lifetime, man, and some people don't even get it. Did you think you were going to cry? I mean, because obviously everyone has different reactions. Some guys tear up, some don't. But did you think that you were going to cry in this situation? I did. I did think I was going to cry just because of, you know, man, you got to think about it. I mean, I've had, what, five or six surgeries, You the, the, all the hard work and pain. You, it's an emotional sport. You, you're your family, the highs, the lows being traded, and someone not wanting you, you're doing this, and now you're there. And this is something you can't take from anybody. You can say someone's terrible, he's trash, but I'm a champion. And that's one thing you can, and you can say, hell, he doesn't deserve it, but you will say Jared Dudley, Los Angeles NBA champion for life. There that's we fun. go. You know, Jared, one of the first things I saw on Twitter was a meme of a picture of you and Ben Simmons, and it said one of these guys is a champion and one of these guys isn't. <laughs> hey, here's the funny thing about the whole Ben Simmons thing, right? So I seen him after that when Braun had his space jet, and we was cool. Like, because, you know, I'm a player, but I'm actually – half analyst, half coach. And so when I was breaking down the whole Ben Simmons thing and him calling him average, but people, they forgot to say, before I said he was average, I said, yo, he's elite in the open court, average in half court. You know what? Maybe I went a little harsh on it, but to be honest with you, it's the best thing for him in his career. He needs that. He needs to be pushed. And if it's someone like me to help him push for him to work on his jump shot, work on his game, but you're right. I do have a ring. He doesn't, but he has a lot more money. Okay, listen here, right? So he'll be fine. But do you expect to hear from Ben Simmons or a congratulatory text or just a little acknowledgement? For at some sure point? not. For sure not. But you know what? <laughs> For sure not. But I will say this, though. A lot of players have hit me past and present. And when you see him uh, next year in the court, most players, you say, hey, man, congrats. Because you know what? They, they know how it's feeling, man. There's, there's a lot of beefs, a lot of that. But at the end of the day, it's, man, it's, it's a little kid's sport. And we always want to see – we want to see every player get paid. And we show everyone with, with success. And sometimes it's just not the person you're playing against that night. So let me – let's rewind a little bit. Yep. Game five, the Danny Green situation. It, what what's going through your guys' mind? Because obviously the media is going to blow it up a little bit. Oh, we got a series. Should LeBron have passed? How does Danny Green miss that? So what's going through the Lakers team mind post game five before game six? Pissed. 
pissed off that we didn't come with the right mindset you need for a championship. And it wasn't even a great Danny Green shot. I mean, listen, Danny Green would tell you he was struggling. KCP struggled in the middle of the year. I've been in the league 13 years. Every year I have a slump. You play 82 games, you're going to have it. You want to have the slump in the middle of the season instead of the playoffs, obviously. You want to have that. But we were mad that Duncan Robinson had seven threes. He made seven, got 13 up. 26. The, huh? Yeah, 26. 26. Duncan Robinson can't have 26 on this. That, that's what cannot happen, especially if you can't put the ball on the floor. Now he's a Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, a shooter. But we would, Jimmy Butler would drive, we would lose our head, and he would wide open the corner. Like, yo, you can't lose your head in here. And so we're mad going through film, calling, calling each other out, getting on Markeith and Kuzma about the Crowder ball screen that got Jimmy Butler two fouls at the end of the game where if we get one stop, it's over in game five. And maybe we're heading to Miami instead of back to LA for the after party. And so we're I'm, we're pissed off with what that mindset and for us was more. Hey, let's come with the, the the right intensity and take away the shots that if you just watch that first half and you watch the body language of there was no playing games that first half. There's no playing games the whole game and you could tell the mindset. Braun, a freight train going downhill. You're gonna have to foul me and and that's what won us the game in the series. Did you have a specific feeling, though, whether it was after game five or warm-ups or at some point in game six, we were like, we're, I mean, obviously you guys got off to a great start, um, but did you have a moment, a specific whatever that you saw a play or just some feeling at all on Sunday where you're like, God damn, we're winning the championship tonight? Rajon Rondo, we were up five or six in the first quarter. The second unit got destroyed the game before where Rondo, Keith, Kuzma, uh, and Caruso didn't play well. And they played seven guys. Rondo came in and right away with old playoff Boston Rondo sprinted, got the layup. And then when he hit the three <laughs> and pointed to the crowd to his son, I said, oh, it's over. Because when Rondo plays well, <laughs> we don't lose. We don't lose. And I, I did a podcast earlier on Danny Green's podcast and saying, we need playoff Rondo to win a championship. And we got playoff Rondo throughout the whole entire playoffs for us to win. And you don't have to be playoff Rondo all six, seven games. We need you four out of five of them. You can have one or two off. And that's what we got. He was incredible in that game six clincher. How much did the petition thing bother Kuzma? Like that, Laker fans need to chill a little bit on that. Man, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, and I'd be honest with you. I would tell you what, what bothered It didn't bother him. You, you heard him. You cut, man. It's for jokes. Like, man, Kuzma, like, to be honest with you, you don't think we make fun of his outfits coming in sometimes? Like, yo, we bash, <laughs> like, this, we bash on everybody. Like, man, getting on him. And we see everything. Man, they thought, oh, Delhi doesn't deserve a ring. Man, hell, man, I, I put 20-something years in this game. I, I don't deserve, man. We, you can't listen to it, man. Like, you know this, with success, you're gonna have your loved ones who think you're the best, your mom who thinks you're better than what you really are, and you're gonna have some haters. Like, that's just how it is. Now, the petition, it's low-key kind of funny. Like, really, like, those aren't true Laker fans. Like, Snoop Dogg calling out Danny Green, and then when we win, yeah. it's all good. Like, this man Danny Green has won three championships on three different teams, being a starting shooting guard. We get, come on, man. Like, I agree, he missed a shot. He struggles certain times, but man, the man's career 40, man. So at the end of the day, is man, we, we learn from, we take LeBron's field. I mean, come on, who, who gets more pressure and more hate than LeBron? Nobody. You you got to watch out, though, because you did just say Snoop Dogg. You just, you questioned his Laker fan right there. That was, no, that was I, dangerous, Dudley. Nah, nah, because, you know, because I'm someone that, hey, I, I don't question your fandom because for one, yeah. I mean that he's solidified. He cements when it comes to fandom. I'm I'm questioning yeah. your tactic on a trying to help a, a player help win your team a championship. Like for mm -hmm. one, yeah. you know. For, so when I, and my, my only problem with it was you can't call no man a bitch. 
and I know if we're on a podcast, I don't know if we can air that or yeah. something like that. So my no, whole no thing you is, can say that you can yeah. yeah. So my whole thing is when you come to that now 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 we're getting on something personal, and you know when you grow up, I don't care what age you are, you hear that word, you're automatically thinking fighting. We're not fighting, mm-hmm. dog. He's a fan. He's a lover. And my whole thing is, <laughs> he wanted to win so bad, you get out of character. We all get out of character. I do that with my kids when I get mad at them, and you might slip up and I say something or do something I regret. I get it. And my thing is, like, listen, you don't think this man wants to take a shot? This man shoots hundreds of shots every day. You know, he don't know what he's going through personal life. He don't know his man, his body. And no, and know what? No fan wants to hear all that. I agree. You don't have to hear about it. Let the man just keep working his way up. And look at next game, we win. He hits two threes, and now all is forgotten. <laughs> obviously this season i mean with kobe's passing just yeah. for you guys just an emotional roller coaster did you it seemed like for genie and rob afterwards for them especially it was like just an even more of it just like the feeling that they probably got right man you gotta think about that too she takes over for the team you know took over for her brother People were questioning Jeannie, what, last year in the, in the playoffs? Oh, mm-hmm. if she qualifies this, we had Magic. Magic stepped down. Uh, Rob Palenka, is he this? Is he that? Is he in over his head? Can he make the trade? So for them, it's probably an F you. Like, listen, first female owner, I should, uh, Rob should have been executive of the year. All the moves he had made with Dwight Howard. No one wanted Dwight Howard. Dwight, who took a chance. Voted seventh. Rob Palenka voted seventh, executive seventh. of the year. Re- bringing back that. Avery Bradley, when we had people. And people don't even understand this. We won the championship without our starting shooting guard. They lucky Amy Bradley didn't yep. come. Like, like uh, uh, some of these teams, man, the, the moves that he made and be able to have it and put the coach, Frank Vogel, them adding Jason Kidd to the staff, still handy. Like, man, they put an all-star coaching staff. And you guys don't know because I've been in the league 13 years. Man, this coaching staff was phenomenal. You got Phil Handy, they'll get in people's ass, will call LeBron, LeBron out from the team. You got Jay Kidd, the quiet assassin, you know, helping uh, Frank Vogel out, what player to put in at different times. What, what, you know, talk to LeBron when he, when he sees certain things, man. I just thought, man, from top to bottom of how this team was constructed, those two didn't get their just due. And I think now you got to give them their flowers. You got to give people, once they do it, we can clown, we can say this. And if we didn't make the playoffs and we'd have lost to the Clippers, you could have got on them, they over their head. When we win, hey, now let's give them what they give them, give them their due. That's all I ask. Let's, let's open up that Clippers pack, Jared. It is yeah. in the air. It is, let's. Everybody wanted to say that the LA runs through the Clippers. A lot of people, our co-host Adam. I will own it up 100%. I thought the Clippers were a better team than you guys, and I expected the Clippers to be in the NBA Finals, and obviously that didn't come close to happening. I mean, listen, to be honest with you, we wanted the Clippers. The Clippers wanted us. That was supposed to be the series for legacy, for Kawhi, for LeBron. It it, it adds to it. Uh, I feel like as a fan, because uh, obviously we all love basketball. The world needed to see that. They needed to see the basketball high level. Obviously, Denver, they deserved it and stuff like that. But to be honest with you, Clippers didn't want to be in this bubble. You knew it from the beginning, the way they acted, the way they talked about mm-hmm. it. They didn't want to be here. And it shows. And it shows a disconnection. They might have had my overall talent top to bottom roster wise, but no one had the chemistry. No one walks with each other. We're in that bubble. We see who hangs out where. We, 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 we literally 15 deep hang out there's a lounge upstairs where all teams can go to we didn't go to that lounge we ha- we hang out with each other man we just we we win a championship we text and we call and we just we just rock with each other and that that makes you win because when you go through adversity 
when people are on Danny Green, when people are questioning people's toughness, we have each other's back where other teams, they don't have that. They're just listening to the media and they're talking about, you know, Paul George, turn off your comments. Like, no, you can't, you can't turn off the world. The world's going to keep going with or without you. You got to confront it and how are we going to deal with it? And that's what we, that's what we were elite at. So they were talking a lot of trash for a team that didn't want to be there early in that, in their, that playoff. I, I, Especially, especially Pat Bev. You see what he was talking about when I'm asking Pat him. Pat Bev was talking, Jared. That's, that's, that's his grand. What do you want from him? Yeah, that, that's what I, I said in my tweet. Oh, basketball's a year-round sport. Check ball. Yep. But listen, I, one thing about Pat Bev, listen, man, Pat Bev is good for the sport. You got to have guys like that, paying the asses, <laughs> talking trash. You got to have that. It spices it up. Like, listen, like, I'm, 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 you know, obviously an 80s baby. Like, yo, when we saw the fighting and the hard fouls, like, yo, that's a, I know it's different basketball, but it's just, it, it makes it for you guys. Your podcast, what we talking about, we want to see that. And so <laughs> I had no problem with that. I just had problem with, you know, Kawhi coming, having the crown and the commercials over there. It, 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 <laughs> oh, like, so like, it like, did it. So it did bother you guys. Yeah, I mean, push me. It bothers everybody. I mean, we know. No, no, Jared. We knew it bothered Lakers fans. Lakers fans yeah. were so pissed about this shit, like blowing the blowing their lid off about all these advertisements with Kawhi, the team, the Clippers. But a low key kind of bothered you guys a little bit too. Yeah, it, it bothered because you know, in a sense of like, what have they accomplished? Now, Kawhi for sure. Like, I'll be the first one. Kawhi, Kawhi certified. Kawhi, what he did in yeah. Toronto. You, you can't say nothing but give his flowers to Kawhi. But now you're coming to a whole new team. You link it up with Paul George. Paul George would just struggle. They just struggle making, you know, get on the first round against OKC. Can he, can he get past Braun? You have all these guys, you know, Doc Rivers. And it's, I've been on the Clippers. So I even know. I know the stigma there. And so you know it's a Lakers town. You know how that is. So you got to come in saying you're the king. You could say, hey, we're going to beat them. The way, you know, just, just their talk. And maybe they thought that was the way to hype themselves up. But Clippers will be back. Clippers will be good next year, man. It's just because, you know, they lost game seven. Like, listen, it's going to be a battle with them next year. And I can't wait. So LeBron, when he got that finals MVP, he said, put that respect on my name. So let's talk about it, Jerry. You said you're an 80s baby. Yeah. Where, where, where that LeBron said he's going to let the GOAT debate handle itself. But where's that debate going? Hey, I'm, it's really, really close. And to be honest with you, it's really, really close because he gets three on three different teams. And you got to think about it, too. Yep. You guys you guys know this. Back then with Jordan, I mean, Jordan dominated. Jordan dominated an era like no one, including LeBron. He dominated an era like that. But the difference is, is it was hard for people to move teams. Kevin Durant. Yeah. So that would be like back in the day if, you know, you know, Gary Payton went to, uh, you know, Houston with a lot. Like, that wasn't happening. Durant goes with Steph Curry and Clay. That's not happening in Jordan's era. You're not winning six in a row during that time. No, I, man. Jordan can do no wrong in my book. I'm gonna be honest with you. If LeBron, if LeBron wins again, we go, we go back and repeat. And now you get five. He's been in twelve finals. LeBron is thirty. What? I'm thirty-five. He's gonna be turning thirty-six. That man's gonna be playing till forty. <laughs> He'll be playing till forty years old, and he's gonna be minimum top five at age forty. Watch, watch when it comes up there. They say LeBron ain't the best. Okay, he won't be the best. He'll be top five, man. Like when he slows down, he's gonna go to power forward. He's gonna be posting up more. He's gonna be averaging twenty-five. He's gonna rebound them all. He's just gonna be—he's gonna be slower and a little bit less athletic, man. So, I just think the longevity, Jordan. I—I uh, I think when LeBron's all said and done, he's gonna pass all these records. We're gonna look at him, man. Five or six championships, been to the finals twelve or thirteen times. I think that the—the the old heads, it's gonna go away, and it's gonna be LeBron when it's all said and done. Right now, I think it's neck and neck, though. But one more championship makes him the goat. I think so. I definitely That's what so. I said. I, 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 I think so. <laughs> I, I think so because for one, you're doing it now with the Lakers. 
your your, your, yep. solid, your your solidifying when it comes that okay hey Miami oh he went to go team up with someone goes back home give uh, give that up but there's no bigger franchise than Laker fans we can go to Brazil right now London and there's <laughs> gonna be fans out there and so when you got the Laker Nation on your back and you add them into the equation and then you see what he's gonna be doing right now they're talking about in the 17th season win the NBA championship what if he's in his 19th season wins the NBA championship 19 Jordan was on golf course whole 18 at 38 39 you know what i'm saying i mean like, also and also what we bring up all the time about the the deep playoff runs he's had when you add all up essentially he's had 20 nba seasons and, and, and the way he took care of his body like let, let's not hurt lebron for his longevity i've seen a man in the chamber sleeping taking a two-hour nap and looking like he's in a, a casket i see i've just i've seen it with my own eyes how he takes care of his body like man listen what he does is legendary and you know 20 years from now, when, when, you, when you know you, you, how you guys saw George's documentary, wait till LeBron's documentary comes out. It's going to be mm. crazy. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. I can't. You're going you're gonna to be in there. You're going to be a talking head in the George. Easy. The you know I'm going to be in the credits. <laughs> hey, listen. Jared, we got to discuss this, Chops, because they, they call me crazy. I said, oh I, like you said, like you said, well, I said. The, the youth is pretty ignorant on some topics, no, no, but go stop, ahead, Zion. Stop, stop, Like I said, LeBron wins another. If LeBron wins another title, I think he's the goat. Like it's, it's not debatable. They're saying they said that it was it was crazy to see LeBron winning another title. Um, judging, I didn't say crazy. I, 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 I think we're the favorites. That's I think what I Jared, said. How many? How many? Uh, we're the favorites. Because go by this, right? The freezing class isn't that. Like, it's no Giannis right now, right? There's no big for But Giannis could get traded, yeah, Jared. Yeah, you're right. He really could. He definitely could. But if you look at the meeting that they just had, he's going to come back. They're not going to just trade Giannis. You don't trade just Giannis. You don't trade KD. Mm-hmm. You don't trade LeBron. So yeah. anything, he's going to walk. That's true. Okay, let's be honest. So it's really next year where, hey, if you go to if you go to uh, uh, San Fran, the Warriors, if you go to Miami, that's when it, it really happens. But you go next year. But – your old team, Jared. Your old team in Brooklyn. For sure. But look at you. They got they you, got KD. No, for sure. You got KD. You got Kyrie. You got Steve Nash. Was my old. That, hey, if it wasn't for Steve Nash, yep. I would I would be uh well off financially. I so I know Steve and how he is. <laughs> let's be honest. Like, hey, it's tough. You put the whole new team together with KD. Them both coming off injuries. Both hey, haven't played. They're not gonna play in the game to over a year and a half. KD. Yeah. Season ain't gonna start, so it, it, it takes you time. And so listen. We're gonna add two, three pieces next year. We got cap space. We can we, we can go we can go we can go to free agency. We can get two people, and then we can sign that AD and all our free agents and go over the cap. Like so, the team that we have now, we're gonna be better next year. Oh, and then now, well, that cap space is gonna that, that cap space can disappear once AD signs at supermax. Yeah, but they're gonna wait though. It's gonna wait. So how how yeah. you do it is is you sign mm-hmm. the free agent first, and then you take KD since he's already on the team. And it goes over the cap. So they're gonna okay. add two okay. places, you know what I'm saying? And people don't understand when it comes to over the cap, we got the number one uh, uh, TV deal, Spectrum Sports. If you're here in LA, Spectrum's everywhere. They done paid us the most money. So when it, come, when it comes to the money, you think Genie Bus is worried about that, man? They're gonna pay that money <laughs> yeah, from that LeBron. La- hey, no, 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 no. That Lakers organization is more of a mom and pop shop than some other. I mean, listen, Genie's no. got some money. Shane got Steve Ballmer money. I no, for sure, no, for sure not. But the one thing about with, with her is that TV deal was so massive and stuff like that. No, I, yeah. I you, no, you're right. You're yeah. right. Steve Bomber, you saw Steve Bomber. He's over here buying the form and he's doing that. No, <laughs> the new goddamn arena going in Inglewood. He, he paying cash for arenas. Yeah, exactly, he paying yeah. cash for arenas. If you don't think that they're gonna go over this cat while LeBron and AD are together? Listen here, man. Oh. They, hey, they're gonna go into these wheels oh. fall off these two, man. I'm telling you. 
This is so okay. you heard it. You heard Jerry, it. You first. sound like a, you said you want to be a GM. You sound like a GM already. I am. I mean, I've been, I've been prepping. I mean, I know this. I know. You, are you telling Polinka? Man, you work in the cab with Polinka? Man, I work with everyone. No, no, no. The, the better question is, were you tampering in the bubble? There is no. No, we didn't tamper because we were so. Don't, don't try and get him fined here. No, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. You, you can keep it vague. You can tamper, keep it vague. Tampering, it goes out because you all relationships. Like I, I, I've been on five, six teams. So tamper is like me talking to my friend. Like, yo, what's up, man? What you doing next year? <laughs> like, uh, how, how that tampering? Like, everyone knows about it. And so for us, the difference was, for us not tampering, because we actually have a chance to win a championship. Why, why am I worried about you right now when I can win it right now? Now, it's the tampering is for the teams that don't win. Like when, when Brooklyn, when we were trying to get uh, Kyrie and KD, we weren't gonna win no championship. We were barely making the playoffs. So we were trying to, you, you, once, you get, once you get to the championship level, no one's worried about like, yeah, the Clippers, Tampering during the playoff? No, you, they trying to, you, you think you have a chance to win it. Now, season's over. This is the tampering and the conversations. This is when it starts to begin. Well, the Clippers are trying I mean, to get their many, asses out of the bubble. They how many tampering. people did you see talking to Giannis in the bubble? Did, did, did Giannis just have... Giannis was, with, Giannis was with his brothers the whole time. Who's on the Lakers. Yeah. Who's <laughs> on Los Angeles. Yeah, the thing about Giannis is... I mean, Giannis had a legitimate chance, you thought, before the playoffs started to win a championship there. Now... Their team, and I, and I love that team because I was there, they messed up not keeping Brogdon. They didn't want to go over the cap. You're talking about people not wanting it? Yeah. They should have signed back Brogdon. You don't, you, don't, you don't lose a player like that. Pay the money. Just like OKC didn't want to do with James Harden. Pay that. You're going to have to swallow, your, you swallow the, the, the bill for one or two years. And if Giannis leaves, then you trade everybody. Like, and that's why I don't understand some of these teams. But now Giannis, listen. There's been probably some call, phone, phone call conversations of trying to lure him different places. I, I don't know that for a fact, but I know that for a fact, just because it's how the business they, goes, you know? My mm. take is they need to trade for Chris Paul. That's my take. That will help. It definitely will help. Does it get you over? What it is is Giannis has to get better at his mid-range game of hitting tough twos. You can't always bully and dunk on someone. And his three-point shot is the reason why LeBron James won these championships is you saw when he can give us 40, hit six threes, he can hit the you know, mm -hmm. mid-range. And he don't shoot like KD. But you can you have to make it enough where they respect you enough, and so until that happens, uh, yes, you can add Chris Paul. But are you still going to win against Brooklyn, Lakers, Clippers? Can you get past that if you can't make tough twos and without dunking? You know, and that's what and that's my guy. I love Giannis. He's the MVP, but now it's, it's another level you got to get to. Should he have won MVP? That's the question. It was close. I'm not mad he won MVP. It was him or LeBron. I thought LeBron, if we didn't if we didn't cancel the season during the, the for the pandemic, would have caught him because we were we were close on the record wise. Only one or two games. Giannis was hurt and was missing a couple mm -hmm. games coming up. I thought Anthony Davis won defensive player of the year. I thought that he was better than yes. Giannis. Yes. I thought sometimes stats doesn't dictate the whole thing. I've seen AD go against Kawhi, AD go against Giannis, go against Jokic. He's guarding, switch off on Murray, block shot to win the champ, to, to, to win a game. Like his his versatility, we could put. He was more like remember football, Darrell Revis. We put him on everywhere. Yep. We're not just Richard Sherman guarding <laughs> one side of the field. We're gonna put you all over. That's how it is. And so they're both elite, but he's just a different elite when it came to defensively, but wasn't rewarded. Congratulations. I, anything you want to any any message you want to send to Laker Nation? I man, hey. This one was for Kobe, it was for Gigi, for Laker Nation. Over 10 years of getting back to relevance. I know the Warriors had their run and everyone, you know, they, they hopped over to the Bay. The Lakers are back. Uh-huh. And the Warriors run is there over. There we go. That's what we're saying. Hey, hey, you know, hey, listen. The Warriors, I'm going to be How worried you. are you guys about the Warriors? Yeah. I'm, listen, you got to be worried. I'm, 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 listen, as much trash I talk, you got to put respect on. Anytime you have Steph and Clay, them two light-skinned brothers, listen here, okay? You bring Draymond. <laughs> 
Now, if they can use that pick, like that first, I mean, the second, mm-hmm. I think they have a second or third pick, and you can and you and you package it maybe with the Wiggins or something like that, and they can get another piece. Like, man, listen, the Warriors are gonna be a top three or four team next year. Now, the question is, we know, yeah, just because they got into the shooting, especially if, if we have another bubble. I mean, they might not miss a shot. No fans, no nothing. It's just him in the gym. <laughs> you don't want another bubble. We, no, you can't have another yeah. bubble. It's too much. We need money. They need the money for the fans. For uh, these owners are hurting. <laughs> Absolutely do. Yeah, the owners are hurting. The owners, there we go. The owners are hurting, man, out here. They, they need to have this. So we got a the rapid testing. I'm hearing the little 15 minute swab and getting people in there. So Adam Silver will come up with a plan, man. But we've got to have fans next year, man. There we go, Jared. Congratulations. We thank you so much. Jared, he's he's not wrong. Jared Dudley is not wrong. I, I truly believe he's going to be in a front office type role once he's done playing. Like he he sounds like he's he's already with Palinka, like building the Lakers for next year. Like he very smart guy. He's he's going to be running an NBA team in some capacity very soon. I'm I'm very mad we did not ask him uh, who did he think the third superstar they were adding. That would have been he would he probably would have gave us the hint of who they were probably going to add. I, but the thing is, he didn't, it didn't sound like he's, he, it was a superstar. It sounded like they're going to, like they're, like they're adding, they're, they're going it's after. A, it's going to be a superstar, bro. How? No, I no. still don't, I no, still don't it understand. It's, in, it's impossible. It's, they don't, he literally explained it to you. No, no, no. But he explained us that they can sign some guys. No, no, they, no, no. He said you, you, Anthony Davis, it doesn't matter. His contract doesn't matter because but, you go over the cap to sign him. So if you sign the free agent first or get the big contract yeah, first, but but but, but I looked at their bo- I looked at their books. They don't have enough for a max deal to add, but they can like they got the mid level. They but it's, it's so it's not going to be a they can't. unless they a guy can't. takes a massive pay cut. But also, and LeBron's contract is as and then soon too. He he easy you know easy take. <laughs> You are so misinformed on this. Holy shit. All right. Dudley about? must have been still up the Henny when he was trying to explain that yesterday or the no, other day. No, I think they can't sign. They can't sign how someone else. Unless, they, NBA unless, how unless Palinka does something because no, I've read about well, this. Adam, 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 I think I think it's in the middle. They have room to sign guys and they just have to do it before. Can why you think be, but why do you think why do you it's think it's not a max been, player? Uh, it's not a max player. Why why do you think people have been rumoring Giannis to the Lakers? That is not just they'd have to trade for him though. That would have to be a trade. But obviously next year would have to be a trade, but the year after that, they can sign him. Oh yeah, but that's different. We were talking about next season with but, Dudley. But even, but even next season, you could still get a third like I may not be a superstar. Let me because there's, there's no not, here's the thing, there's no superstar free agents. That's yeah, the there's, thing. There's no superstar available, but like easily they can make room for Victor Oladipo. And, and put but that's a trade. That would have to be it, a trade. It's still a trade, but you still... Not a third max slot. To, Zion, they can't do a third max slot. If it slot. happens to prior to the AD trade... Uh, they, they, could, they could make – they'd have to trade a lot, Adam, but they could find three Yeah, they would have to have, like, 12 scrubs and three and three max players or three – or just below max players. So like they don't have a, a scrubs right now on, on the <laughs> – <laughs> Excuse me, Cal. Jesus. They, they – I mean, it, I'll put very, it this way. It's is very it, interesting it, that he was optimistic about them adding talent. I will is say it that. out of the absolute realm of impossibility? No, because sorcery can be done with the cap. But it, but because there aren't some marquee guys readily available, and it doesn't seem they're ready to you know move earth, wind, and fire and mountains, all the bullshit. It's really well, like here's, has a here, here's less my than one percent chance of happening. Here's my thing. I I wouldn't go all in on because they would. I wouldn't go all in for Victor Oladipo. I would try and sign some mid-tier guys who can help you next season 
and preserve future cap space. I would not go in unless like a Bradley Beal, but I don't think they can trade for Bradley Beal because they don't have any picks and they'd have to center a deal around Kuzma, which I don't think is going to get very far. It is very interesting that he seemed optimistic that Palenka is going to be able to pull something off. Huge shout out to Jared Dudley. Um, he sounds, he, he sounded Zion like the Nets are the team to beat in the East. He did. He, even when we mentioned Chris Paul to the Bucks, he didn't think that that was going to be enough. Yeah, that wasn't going to do anything. Like Chris Paul's not going to put to, put them over the top. Like he said, Giannis still can't shoot. But yes, I've been telling y'all, the Nets are the, the team to beat. Y'all will learn. Shout out to the Brooklyn Nets for the New Jerseys too. Shout out bringing back the throwbacks. It's, it's gonna I be a don't rank like number rank number well, four on a whole like complex them. list of worst uniforms. A 2011 article. They should have stayed back in the early 90s. I don't like I don't like the throwbacks that they're bringing out mm-hmm. for next year. He just going hate. The Kyrie looked good, and it's one of those things. I, I said this to Zion and Angel earlier. The Cavs blue and white jerseys that Darius Miles rocked in the early 2000s looked horrible back then. They look good now for some reason. I don't know. It's just sometimes it'd be like that. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Let's get to our NFL picks. Again, thank you, Jared Dudley, for joining. Let's get to our week six NFL picks. We're keep rolling. In our straight up pick them, we are very, all very close. Uh, against the spread, I think Adam and I had a very good week. We both got the Dolphins, which was good. That was a big hit for we should everybody. Start giving out our best bets. We do give best bets. I yeah, say best. Have bets. we? I, I, if I have a really good bet, I say best bet. Uh, so if you have one, say best. I'll bet. emphasize a few this week. Then. Yeah. Uh, huge shot to Zion. Zion did very well in his straight up pick them this week. Uh, did I? Oh, yeah, what did I do? You did well. Well, you picked what the Browns. Right? Actually, I just want to bring that up because me and you picked the Browns. Adam didn't. So that's that's what I want to bring. But Adam did it because he couldn't. Yeah, he literally says he's contractually obligated not to. All right, first game, Patriots minus nine at home against the Broncos. This was supposed to happen last week and it's happening this weekend. We haven't heard anything about Cam Newton. I would assume Cam Newton's going to play because Why? I don't because he didn't have symptoms and he's getting to the point where he can come back. Yeah, but he still has to practice. You, you know what I learned? Practice don't mean shit in the NFL because the Titans didn't practice for 16 days. And they just whooped on the Bills. I don't yeah, think but they were practice- working out. They, uh, were working they kind out. of practiced. They were illegally practicing. Okay. Yeah, that's Cam, true. Okay. Cam okay. is like literally not allowed. He's been yeah. moving for the past. But it's the Broncos. Nine is a lot. I'm going to take Broncos plus nine. I think the Patriots win. But nine is a lot of, a lot of points on this. I'm sure that's going to come down because I think Drew Locke is playing. So if, it's, if you can get nine, I would take the nine. Zion, what are you doing straight up here? Taking the pads, man. Oh, with yeah. Cam or without Cam, I think that's an important with, distinction. With with or without Cam, I think they can beat the Broncos. They should beat the Broncos. They should. They should. But without, st- st- probably without Stephon Gilmore too. Oh, it's without Gilmore too. I'm still taking Bill Belichick. <laughs> <laughs> 
all the potential absences for the Patriots, you would probably think the smart move to take the nine points of the Broncos. It's a lot for an NFL game. But again, I, as I kind of alluded to when this match was supposed to happen, if you're giving Bill Belichick extra time to prepare for his second, third string, or practice squad quarterback, I will take you're whatever. You're not, though. Drew goddamn... Locke's going to play. It's a starting quarterback. Oh, shit. You're all right. Drew Locke, yeah. All right. <laughs> Scratch that. I missed that news flash. Give me the Broncos. He practiced today. I, it looks like Drew okay. Locke's going to well, play. Thank you for the update. Yeah. So your Broncos play. Yeah, Breaking news. Nine. Take the Broncos yeah. plus nine. So do not take Adam's bet there. Uh, yeah. Do not, I didn't yeah, say that was my best bet. Adam's I did not say my there. best bet. That was not my best bet. Uh, this one's interesting. Chicago Bears at Carolina Panthers. Panthers favored by two and a half. Guys, do you know what the Panthers have done the last three weeks? They are 3-0 and without Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Three and, and Mike Davis is looking like they don't even need Christian McCaffrey. I'm sure that's not the case, but it's just another instance of do running backs really matter in the NFL? Uh, I like the Panthers here two and a half at home. Uh, I'm not Nick Foles. I don't know. I think the Bears eke out wins, but I think uh, I like the Panthers here. They're rolling. Yeah. I mean, I got to trust uh, the Panthers are hot. Bears looking kind of shaky, a little shaky. Even though they, they have a solid record, they're still looking kind they of. They beat shaky. the Bucks. They beat the Bucks. They did, but beat they the probably Bucks. shouldn't have. They probably yeah. shouldn't have. Brady's. I told y'all number one. I told y'all Brady's still washed. Jordan drops forty every now and then. Brady didn't even know what what down it was. Washed. Uh, I'll take the Panthers here though. It's basically right now half of the bets are on either side, right, with this game. Um, it's a true eight, fall. This is a true Yeah, fall, but though. 83% of the money's on the Bears right now. So the Sharps and, and some of the smarter betters seemingly right now, like Chicago. I don't know. I'll roll with the, what I feel is the hotter team. The team has been playing better the last few weeks in the home team. Give me the Panthers minus two or two and a half, whatever you can get at. The Panthers look very good against the Falcons. I, I mean, I get the Falcons are a dumpster fire, but they look very good in that game. Ted, Teddy looks very good right now. Uh, moving on. Detroit Lions at Jacksonville Jaguars. Lions are favored by three and a half on the road. Who cares about this game? This game, no one, and no one is watching this game. Uh, give, give me the Lions plus three, uh, minus three and a half. I think. Uh, take, Minshew Mania looks over. So yeah, I'll take uh, the Lions here off the bye week. You know, a little more time to prepare against the trash Jaguars. So we'll take the Lions here. I mean, for a trash organization, this would be a great place to have a letdown game and fall flat in your face. But the Jaguars absolutely fucking suck. And it's only what, two and a half or three points. The, the, it's not like the Lions win games. It's not a letdown. Well, I'm just saying, but like they should win this game. Should they not win this game? They, they, they should. They should, yeah. yes. They should win this yeah. game. I want to take the Jaguars, but, I, you know, whatever. Some reverse psychology. I don't know. Just, again, this game, who gives a shit about this game? This game is garbage. I'll just take the Lions. It's garbage. No one's watching it. All no. right. Atlanta Falcons traveling to Minnesota. Vikings favored by three and a half. The Atlanta Falcons finally fired Dan Quinn. Uh, Raheem Morris, I think their defense coordinator is the head coach now, interim head coach. Uh, uh, long overdue. The Falcons are just a dumpster fire. The Vikings aren't great. Aren't You know, they really blew that game against Seattle. Kirk Cousins threw one of the worst picks I've ever seen in my life Sunday night. Uh I hate betting on the fucking Falcons, man. I hate it. It is one of the dumbest things in sports you can do is bet on the Falcons. But give me the Falcons plus three and a half for some reason. I don't know. Mm. I, I don't know. Dalvin Cook's not playing. I I don't know. I'm trying to talk myself yeah, into it. Both of these teams stink. They're both garbage. But I think the Falcons are actually less garbage. Because, I mean, at least they've had, they've had a lot of leads this season. They've blown them. 
Yeah. But they've been up front. They know how to get up. So I'll give the Falcons the Falcons. It, my hot take is Julio Julio Jones is is he has a hamstring that he just I think he's trying to get out of Atlanta. I think he's uh that's his, his move. <laughs> this is a tough one. Eighty four percent of the money right now is on Minnesota. Um, really? That kind yeah. of surprised me. I hate laying. I hate giving the hook if you take the that, no, that number is so bad for the Vikings. I hate the three and a half number because that just fucks you over so many times it's, it's just sheer it's agony. It's so bad. But it's like how do you trust the Falcons right now? I, and, and the I, Vikings I, I showed a little it. bit of life on Sunday night like some you know competence uh, so maybe they have something figured out but I, I don't know I hate this I'm just going to take the Vikings and hope for the best I'll lay the three and a half. Yeah. Here's one Washington football team traveling to New York. The New York football giants are favored by three points in this game. I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) Because they're playing the Washington football team and Kyle Allen. Here it is. Giants minus three, money line straight up. They get their first win of the season. Congrats to Joe Judge and Zion. Ladies and gentlemen, the New York football giants will get their first win of the season. Their only win of the season. No, they play Washington twice, so they might get two. Nah, but is this at, well, this is at home, right? This is, is at it? home, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll lose the road game. They'll they'll be one in fifteen this year, but this will be the, the the game Daniel Jones breaks out, and we will believe in him, and there will be no talk of Trevor Lawrence ever again. Oh. Four hundred yards coming for Daniel. Oh, oh God, yeah. I'm with you guys. I'll take the Giants. And lay some points in this divisional matchup. Two garbage teams, and I will not give two shits about this game. Watching on Sunday, the I will say the Giants' defense is very good. Kyle Allen will throw at least two interceptions this game. You say very good? Eh, they're pretty good. They're respectable. Pretty good. How about they respectable? Choked, they choked last week, but they were they they started out hot last. They week. got kind of screwed in that game. The refs were the refs were very pro Dallas in that game. If we're, if we're keeping it a buck, they did, but they they choked at the end of the day. So. They were up twenty-one to three. Damn, man, Giants. Yeah, man. Yeah. NFL football—it's it's tough. Uh, next up, the COVID Titans, COVID Tennessee Titans, at home minus five and a half against the Houston Texans, who just won their first game of the season. Five and a half is a lot here. I honestly, I don't, I don't know. I would take, I want to take Houston plus five and a half because the five and a half is so is a lot. But Tennessee's rolling right now. Give me Tennessee minus five and a half at home. Well, this is a very easy game. I mean, just watch the Derrick Henry highlight. <laughs> what he's about to do to the, the Texans defense. My goodness. The Titans are, are surprisingly, like, actually nasty this year. Ryan Tannehill's, like, legit. Like, a like this is nuts. <laughs> they might they might low-key be a Super Bowl contender. But I'll, I'll go Titans big here. I would hate laying five and a half, which is what we have in, in our rundown. You can find it some places at three and a half or even three. If you get really? the Titans minus, yeah, really? if you get the Titans minus three, oh, then you should yeah. jump on that a million you percent. Jump on so that. Yeah. I would be a little leery of five and a half, but if you get a lower three, three and a half range, I would take the Titans. So I guess in the grand scheme of things, I'm rolling with Tennessee here. Yeah, if you can get if you can get a lower number, jump on it for the Titans. I just don't 100%. like it at that five and a half. They, it's like, five and a half is a terrible fucking number. Like, like Zion said, they the Titans look very good. I was they wrecked the Bills on five Tuesday and a half points for a division game, and the tight you know the Texans aren't a pushover, so five and a half is they're a not little, the Texans, they're not the a pushover, so it's a little hot. The Texans aren't a pushover. Ooh, the game of the week, not the game of the week. Uh, it is the game, it is the national game of the week as determined by CBS 
and Jim Nance and Tony Romo. So no. it is the game of the week. It's not the game of the week. The Cleveland Browns traveling to Pittsburgh to take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers are favored by three and a half points. Adam, you guys go first. How about that? You guys go first and I'll go last on this one. Listen, Pittsburgh, a big message to all Pittsburgh Steelers players who might get this <laughs> message somehow. Please, please destroy the Cleveland Browns this week. I don't know. I don't care if you got to bring out Miles Mason Rudolph, what's his name? Yeah, Mason, bring him out to the field just to piss them off and, you know, get, get the blood flowing. But we need. We need a blowout from y'all this week. The Steelers will win this week. I'm sorry, Chops. This is this is reality. This is not bias. This is the Steelers are winning this week. They're a better team, and they've they've beaten real teams. So, the uh, I don't want to hear no yelling next week. I I need you to be humble. You Can we just say that the rant got rave reviews from Cleveland? I don't know how the rest of the audience are across. Uh, we we got our pod stats today, and in Ohio is the fifth state uh, of our listen so that means four other states are in front of it i have no idea how those people reacted but from my ohio base they love the rant adam you go okay i'm gonna be rooting with all my heart and soul for the pittsburgh steelers (laughs) even though i hate that goddamn franchise um but that being said if i had to wager on this at the at the number that we have in the rundown at three and a half i probably would have to take the browns um and grin and bear rooting for them to keep this game close so for gambling purposes take the three and a half points but for shits and giggles and for my sanity and happiness, I'm rooting like crazy for the Steelers. Yes, sir. What? what? You guys just don't want to see me happy? Also, that- quick quick aside, uh, should we? Uh, there's a very interesting prop bet going around for this game. Uh, before yes you- or, yes or no, will there be an assault? Mm, yes assault. is plus 250. No is minus 500. I'm going to take the no, minus 500. I'm going to take a yes. The assault will be on the scoreboard. Oh, Ooh. how clever. How clever. Ooh, how clever. Listen, folks. Hammer the three and a half. The Browns are going into Pittsburgh, hammer the money line. They're winning straight up. That's my bet of the week. Actually, you know what my best bet of the week is, Adam? Over 51. That's my best bet of the week. That's such a reachable number for these two teams. That's easily a reachable number. They are going to hit that maybe in the first half. I didn't look at totals, but if you had told me. We usually don't do totals. I would have guessed like like mid-50s. Overrated offense. Browns have an overrated offense. I don't don't think that happens so easy like you think it does. But you guys – T.J. Watt, when T.J. Watt drives Baker into the ground. <laughs> what do you think Miles? What do you think Miles going to do for Big Ben? Big Ben's just going. Big Ben's going to let the ball go already. He's Big gonna, Ben's going to hip check him. He's the same size. Yeah, they're basically the okay. same size. We'll see. This is going to be very interesting. Come come Monday, I'm I'm excited. If the Browns lose and they don't cover, I'll I'll eat crow on it. I'll eat crow on it fully. I'm eat excited. Eat I'm turf. excited. Uh, quick note before we go on to the next game: Cam Newton is back at practice. So, okay. yeah, Cam is back. All right. Get the Broncos yeah. plus nine while you can. Wait, with Cam back? Oh, no. Sure. Wait. I, right. I would get Brain, I, I would. Sorry. I'm sorry. Don't <laughs> right. even listen to Adam. Yeah, Adam's no, no, all no. over the place. <laughs> good catch. No, good catch by Chops. You're right. Good catch by Chops. Good catch. I would pay, if that. you can get Patriots <laughs> minus nine, which you probably can't anymore when you're listening to this, yeah. I would try and take it. Yeah, yes. Cam is back. Superman is back. So, he did. There's going to be conspiracy theories all over the place. Cam missed one game, and then they and then they moved last week's game. He would have missed last week's game, and it got rescheduled. There's going to be Belichick conspiracy theories that he somehow got it so where Cam only ended up missing one game. 
I'm just I'll put that out there. There'll be no conspiracy theories. It's COVID. (laughs) You're a conspiracy theorist. You don't think that there's a little little Belichick favoritism in there? It's COVID. You don't you don't risk it for COVID. (laughs) Uh, Let's keep it moving. Ravens traveling to Philadelphia. Ravens are favored by eight in this game. Um, I got bit by the by the Eagles last week. It was seven. I was like, no way they'll they'll lose by more than seven to the Steelers, and they did. The Ravens offense, there's something off about it. Uh, uh, Lamar's been good, but just all right. Eagles plus eight. I'm going Eagles plus eight here. I think I think it's a must win, and I think they keep it close. I mean, the Eagles do have fans this week. They have fans this week in Philly. Very so, few, right? Like, not a lot? Hey, very few Philly fans is, a, is equal yeah, to a whole yeah. stadium of Browns fans. So, <laughs> um, I still I still think, think the Ravens win, though, easily. Uh, the Eagles are garbage. Carson Wentz needs to go. Put Ooh. in Jalen Hurts, please. He, Jalen Hurts, one for one last game. One for one. Accuracy. This is a tough one because generally Lamar usually beats down on the bad teams. And are the Eagles – the thing about the Eagles is I, I still can't call them bad for some reason. I don't know why. They're not bad, but they're – They're bad. They're, they're close they're to bad, it. If they're, they're not bad. bad, if they're not bad, bad, they're close to being bad. Whatever. <laughs> they're not bad, but they're bad, if that makes any sense. I, yeah, we get what you're going with that, and I kind of agree. So, like, I don't love – I mean, I want to take the Ravens here. I just don't love – yeah, I don't love laying those points. So maybe I'll take the Eagles here. See, you're not you're not very confident with your picks this week. Man. The, I'm not. The, the lines these, this week are tough. The lines, lines this week, yeah, they're tough, and they're going to change again. If you can get this lower later in the week, like a six or a seven for the Eagles, I would take it. Eight is just. Tougher. I don't see a lot of value on the board this week. Yeah. Better not give uh, Gilbert Arenas some false uh, advice this week, huh? I helped Gilbert uh, clean up uh, last Sunday, pal, okay? Uh, this Sunday's looking rough right now. Yeah, uh, Gil, Gil, <laughs> be, Gil maybe, will be very cautious. Maybe we'll finalize and cement these picks by Sunday. Gil's <laughs> going to end up betting both the Broncos my, or plus nine and the Patriots we discovered Chop, nine. Yeah, Chops, we discussed this. I discovered a uh, an interesting trend that I laid uh, sent over to Gilbert, and that is the first half overs this year have been hitting like crazy. The so 1 guess, p.m. game overs have gone crazy, yes, 75%. Yeah, an insane number to hit. So you may want to kind of pound those first half overs and clean up while you can at 1 o'clock on Sunday. Gilbert, come on the Thursday pod and talk NFL with us, please. Uh, Adam, you didn't give a pick. Are you going no, I said to- Eagles. Eagles, okay. Uh, Bengals heading to the Colts, another eight-point spread. Colts favored by eight. I thought last week, I was like, oh, Joe Burrow, they're not that bad. They'll, they'll keep it competitive against the Ravens. And then they scored three points. Uh, so who the fuck? Bengals plus eight, I guess. I don't know. I, I hate this line, too. Bengals might win this game. I don't know. Something, something weird telling me the Bengals might win this game. But to be safe. I mean, A.J. Green looks like he wants to, like, he'll pack his bags and, like, literally leave tomorrow. <laughs> to be safe. I'll go Colts here, even though they are trash. They're not a good team, oh, like God. we've been saying. Here we uh, go. Colts here in the close one. My man's Phillip Rivers looks done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you can admit it. I'm going to take uh, the Bengals here, getting points. Okay. Oh, God. We haven't even talked about the New York Jets yet. This, this, there's, no, the, there's no reason to. Do the, we even need to? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean <laughs> they're, playing, they're, playing, they're playing the Dolphins this week, and the Dolphins are favored by eight. Hammer the Dolphins minus eight. Hammer the Dolphins. I cannot believe they cut Le'Veon Bell a year after giving him a $40 million contract. Yeah, I, I can. That's probably the worst free agent signing in Jets history. Um, typical for them. So, 
I can believe it. I think he made $28 million for about- He made 20. Good for him. Get that money, Le'Veon. No, no, listen. I, as a person, Le'Veon Bell is an awesome we guy. We had him on the pod. Le'Veon we had him on the pod. On the pod. We, we had him on the Out of Bounds a couple episodes. He came in one day from the studio. Awesome guy. Uh, what a terrible Zion. fit with the Jets. Terrible Zion, fit he Jets. has time to play you in Madden now. I don't, he know he's gonna, I don't know when he's going to- I don't know when he's- Or 2K. I don't know when he's going to sign his next contract, but he has time. He needs to uh, get me a PS5. With all that, Le'Veon. without all that money he got, Le'Veon, send Zion a PS5, official PSA. Uh, Dolphins here, hammer it. Jets are. Adam Gase is the worst coach, coach in maybe NFL history. The Jets might be the worst franchise in the NFL right now. So the Mike's doing a lot there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. the The Dolphins and the Lions are close to them, but I mean the Dolphins won Super Bowls though. So we'll go. We'll go with the Dolphins though anyway in a blowout. Uh, it's not might. The Jets are 1 million percent the worst franchise, the most in, uh, insane, corrupt, uh, contemptible franchise in the NFL, and it ain't even close. And if you're asking me if you're stupid enough to have children, I would advise that you put their education on the Dolphins this week, take them minus eight, put everything you have, and enjoy a massive payday when the Jets no show once again down in Miami. Joe Flacco is also starting quarterback for the Jets. You need any more reason. It, gets, it just it's it's insult injury, insult injury, insult injury every single week with the Jets. It's a it's it's a dumpster fire that is officially out of control. All right. This this next game is probably the actual game of the week. As much as I love the Browns and how big of a game that's gonna be, Packers heading to Tampa Bay to to, to take on the Buccaneers. Brady, Rodgers. This is this is the game of the week. I mean, this this is what it is. Zion says Brady's washed. But the Bucs are still a good team. Packers are, are favorite. I think the Bucs are still a pretty good team. Packers are favored by two in this game on the road. I can't. Tom Brady is an underdog coming off a loss with extra time to prepare. No, I can't do it. Give me the Bucs. Give me Brady, on, Brady at home. What? Yeah, you, you had a line there, my guy. I mean, the Aaron, Packers are coming off a bye, too. So, I mean, that's that's good. For them. Aaron Rodgers, the true GOAT, more skilled than Tom Brady in every fashion. Ooh. Um, that's a fact. Five less Super Bowls. Five less Super Bowls, but just better at better at football than Tom Brady. Okay. Not more successful, but better. better at football. Okay. Aaron Rodgers comes in, smokes the Buccaneers. Tom Brady's washed. Tom Brady's washed. Tom Brady is washed. Ready for the first stat of the week? There we go. The first useless stat. No, this is very useful, pal. You ready? Since his first season as a starter in 2008, Aaron Rodgers is 8-2-1 against the spread after the bye week. Packers were off last week. Give me Green Bay big down in Tampa. Ooh, I like it. You said big. Is that your best bet? You, you said that, is one of, that is one of my best bets. I have two sure. best bets. Okay. You, best bet. you didn't say any best bets. So that's one of your best uh, well, bets. Well, we have another game to get to, pal. We have a few more. So, uh, well, okay. We have three more, actually, Adam. Okay. Well, so, one of those three will be a second best bet. So this is the Sunday night football game because there's two Monday night games this week. Rams traveling to the 49ers. The 49ers are an absolute mess right now, benching quarterbacks left and right, including Jimmy G, who got benched last week. Rams are favored by three and a half. Rams, I think, are better than any of us thought. I don't think any of us anticipated the Rams to be good. Jared Goff is having one hell of a season. I will give him credit because I thought it was over last year. I thought people figured him out. He's having one hell of a season. 49ers banged up. Give me the Rams three and a half. I don't, that, I don't like to hook there, but give me the Rams three and a half on the road. Is the NFL trade deadline um, 
November third. November third. So we're a few no. Weeks the 49ers will trade for um Jameis Winston. Bring bring Jameis Winston. Well, see, the Saints wouldn't do that because the Saints probably think they might need Jameis Winston at some point. They got Taysom Hill. You can't play quarterback. I mean, hey, that's only, what this. That's, that's Mike say. Florio thinks Taysom Hill <laughs> is a future quarterback. Taysom Hill's like thirty. He's not playing no fucking quarterback. Man, the 49ers, we told y'all. Jimmy G was trash. We did. Year. We did. Like, Jimmy G has always been trash. This is not new. You just lucked yourself into some – and should have probably won the Super Bowl with him. They should have. He messed but, it up. He messed now, it up. Now you're getting exposed. And you're about to get exposed again this week when Ooh. y'all get smacked. The Rams are beat up on defense. That's my only hesitation here. The Rams, the Rams got this, some holes on defense. But Aaron probably, Donald – Bro, like, they had like seven sacks last week. No, but 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 they, they, they had some guys go, get hurt in that game who are going to oh, miss the game. Well, so if Aaron Donald is healthy, they'll be fine. Aaron Donald is playing, yes. <laughs> there may be injuries on both sides of the ball, but we all know the 49ers would beat the fuck up. And my second stat of the week is that visitors are 17-9-1 and one against the spread at Levi Stadium since Kyle Shanahan was hired back in 2017. That means you should load up the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah. There it is. Is that your second best bet or is it? It's the second coming? best bet of the week. There we go. The second only good bet of the week. I think it's a good bet. I think it's a good bet, Adam. Uh, first, Monday night, we have a Monday Night Football doubleheader this week. First game, Kansas City Chiefs at the Buffalo Bills. Bills are plus three, so Kansas City's favored by three. Both teams coming off a pretty – the Bills' loss isn't surprising. The Chiefs' loss was surprising, but the Bills got slacked by the Titans. No one saw that coming. Uh, Patrick Mahomes coming off a loss. Yeah, give me a Chiefs. Team here? It's in Buffalo. Oh, no fans though. They don't got fans in Buffalo yeah, yet. No fans. Might get a little chilly but, though, but nothing. But give me the Chiefs. They're going to be pissed. They they yeah. they've looked off a little bit actually though. Zion, the, the Chiefs have looked off a little bit. Oh, but no, I think no. they, I think they get right. That second half was the first time I seen the Chiefs offense against like the Raiders. Like, look, struggle, actually struggle. And Patrick Mahomes get pressured and him not able to escape it and then find somebody. Like, I've never seen that in a while. But with all that being said, they're about to smoke the Bills. The Bills are coming back to life a little bit. Coming back to life, you know. Josh Allen had a little bit of a a I'm Josh Allen game against the Titans. Like, y'all will come back to life. The Chiefs are, are playing angry and they need to win. So, Chiefs big. Yeah, I like the Chiefs. I like the Chiefs minus three. This is another game that if you shop around a little bit, you're going to get different lines here. Some places have a three and a half, and it feels like there's a million three and a half games this week, and I hate playing. They're all three and a half and eight this week. They're all three and a half and eight. Yeah, and I don't want to lay three and a half for a road team, Um, and there are red flags because 75% of the bets are on the Chiefs, and 90% of the money is in on the Chiefs, which screams. That's a red flag. But, yeah, I mean, off of off of, the bills are banged up though if 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 uh if if their secondary like we saw Josh Norman might need to retire from the NFL dog <laughs> after what Derrick Henry did like but if if yeah, Tradius White isn't back, then I think I think the Bills are maybe just a little too beat up to win this game. Josh Norman aside, embarrassment aside, um, you would think the Chiefs are due for a bounce back game after that bad performance. Um, so I will lay the points and take the Chiefs. There we go. Last game of the week, actual Monday Night Football game on ESPN. Arizona Cardinals traveling to Dallas. Dallas plus two and a half. Here's my best bet. Another one of my best bets of the week. Cowboys plus two and a half against the Cardinals. Mm. People are forgetting that Andy Dalton is still a serviceable quarterback. 
They still have Zeke. They still have weapons. Yes, the defense sucks, but I think they'll still be able to put up points. Cowboys plus two and a half. Take it to the bank. This is a terrible Monday night game. Well, only because I mean, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible four days ago. Uh, Cowboys got a little lucky win, a little emotional win. Uh, also, the refs carried them last week. Um, Andy Dalton. Oh, my goodness. I just realized it's Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins against the Cowboys secondary. Bro. The the Cardinals offense hasn't been as good. They've been the they've Giants been offense. This wasn't. is where you get healthy, pal. This is where you get healthy as an offense. The Giants were, scored like thirty four points last week against the Cowboys. <laughs> <They're> terrible. <laughs> like, yo, that defense is the worst defense I've ever seen. Oh, it's my. bad. It's really bad. It's really bad. <laughs> Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins is, is catching 200 yards, receiving yards. That's that's what that's what the bet should be. Put your bet on DeAndre Hopkins. You can <laughs> you can prop bet that. Yeah, that's available. Adam, find what his over under on yards are. Can you find it? Yeah, give me give me whatever uh, it is. Too, I would take maybe the too over. Early right now the week when we're taping this on Wednesday, but I would take the over on on that. Zion yeah. is right. That he's about to destroy that secondary. <laughs> so Cardinals, pal. Yes, Cardinals. Okay, I agree with you. Don't overthink this game. That Cowboys defense. I'm not overthinking it. I, I think people are underthinking it. If they- <laughs> okay, potentially. You're doing a little reverse psychology here. I'm not overthinking this. Just give me the Cardinals minus two and a half. They should put up a, a shit ton of points against the Cowboys. I just don't. I think Dalton's going to be able to put up points too. That's all. You have a lot more faith in Andy Dalton, who is a serviceable backup than He's most He's probably people. the best backup in the NFL. Probably. Is he better than Jameis? I don't know if he's better. Oh, J- J- uh, Terod Taylor, too, and he's not getting his lung punctured. I mean, Terod Taylor, the most unlucky quarterback in the NFL. Uh, the Saints are off this week. I still don't believe in Drew Brees, by the way. They're off this week, so we can't talk about it. But I still don't believe in Drew Brees. All right, folks. Another episode in the books. Fun one. Jared Dudley, thank you for coming on. What, what was that, Friday? Uh, championship that? episode. Championship episode. Championship pose. Shout out to Shump. If you guys didn't listen to our Shump Cassie Hubbard interview, go listen to that earlier in this week. Shump has a lot of people mad be- with his Cavs 2016 over Lakers take. Uh, a lot of Lakers fans are mad. Adam, enjoy your vacation in Vermont. Bucolic up here. There you go. Zion, enjoy your vacation in wherever you are. Real G's moving silence. You don't need to know my location. Can you get a new line, pal? You've used that 9,000 times. I told you it's a motto. You don't change models. It, you, you don't change the motto. So, you, so you, you steal models from other people. Oh, my God. Haters going to hate. Adam Adam is the biggest hater in the world. Adam doesn't appreciate the culture. It's, it's oh. sad. Very sad. Uh, right. Making making egregious accusations as usual. Yeah. <laughs> on that note, on that note, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate y'all. Follow us on Twitter at Peachops underscore at Zion Olegede, at Complex Sports at Adam Caparel. We love y'all. Till next time. Peace. And a special thanks to our producer, Josh Dodd, our associate producer and sound engineer, Jasmine Plata, our production manager, Chancel Correa, our talent booker, Shanice Kelman, our senior director of operations, Jen Stewart, and always our GM, Donnie Kwok. This podcast is a production of Complex Networks.